Welcome to Rush Jet Radio, a full franchise Mega Man retrospective podcast. I'm Nora, and I'm joined by Curly. Hello, I am once again Curly. As always, uh, we're here to talk to you about Mega Man. The Ruby Spears cartoon from the 90s. Directed by the creators of (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Which you definitely can't tell by watching it. (laughs) We are talking about, uh, I don't know the full count, but um, Season 2, Episodes 17 and 8, wait, 17 and 8, no, okay. Episodes 17 and 18 of the show, Episodes 4 and 5 of the second season is what I've got. That's right. Our first one is Robo Spider. And you will never guess why it's called that. All right, um... Close this. Open this. Robo Spider is an episode from the Ruby Spears Mega Man animated series. The episode was written by Michael Marr. Dr. Light has developed a super defense computer meant to fight off Dr. Wily's forces away from important targets, but Dr. Wily creates something to counteract Dr. Light's computer, a giant mechanical (laughs) spider tank. That's, you know, that's what I would do. This quote-unquote robo-spider can shoot electronic webbing that sucks electricity out of the power grids and adds it all to its own power source. If the robo-spider reaches full strength, it can destroy Dr. Light's supercomputer. Mega Man, Roll, and Rush find themselves on the run from the robo-spider while Dr. Light tries to find a way to stop this thing from causing a nationwide blackout and destroying the supercomputer. I don't know how electricity works. We've established that, but I don't think that this is it. This show was so good with uh, Watts and Volts last time, but this time it's just completely wrong. Unfortunate. I, f- I feel like electricity doesn't work like water. Uh, <laughs> definitely not as you know, not as closely as this uh, this show. Wants you can't it to just be. take electricity and put it somewhere else. I mean, that is what a battery is. Is it? Well, no, but it is what a capacitor is. <laughs> Look, a battery is a crime. <laughs> yes, that that is completely true. Um, Doctor Wily is like the only way that we can defeat this supercomputer is to get a billion volts. How are we going to do that? Big spider, <laughs> big spider with a web that saps electricity out of everything. So, the thing that I stopped myself saying so we could start recording, so I could say it on mm-hmm. the, uh, the podcast, is that with these two episodes, more so than usual, and the usual amount is a lot, I had real difficulty, like, paying attention to and oh, following yeah. these episodes, much like <laughs> the writers, because uh, the- this episode, like, really just kind of ends when it the, when it ends it, it ends at speed <laughs> the part that really got me was when gutsman reaches into a box of dynamite and chews it up <laughs> and spits it out in a wad of black dust or like dirt in a clump just a, and yeah, then it explodes a, yeah and then he like does this tries to do the same thing again mega man drops a fucking you know, digger on top of his head and it explodes inside his mouth and it just, like, gores his face. There's a lot of robo-gore in these two apps. <laughs> yeah. Like, we see the aftermath of Brightman getting JFK'd, too. 
I tell you what, like, these episodes are like, they're not, I don't think they're bad episodes. They're not great episodes. The highlight of them for me is absolutely Brightman's reappearance. I laughed oh, yeah. yeah. when Brightman just <laughs> exploded onto the scene. We'll get to that when we talk about the genie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what did we have to say about Robo Spider? So, the opening of this episode is a battle between what we learn are Wiley's forces and the United States military. I think we were talking last time about the surprising absence of the United mm-hmm. States from any discussion of military, but they're explicitly on a sign in this episode. Uh, we then learn that it was just a simulation of what it might be like if Dr. Wiley <laughs> attacked the supercomputer. I guess he's and- doing the simulation on the supercomputer, which seems, you know, maybe slightly mm-hmm. suspect, but not particularly out of character for Dr. Light. And also, the the way that this is going to protect them from Wily is that there will be robot guards shooting guns, and then the floor outside of the base will open up, and big hammers will pop out <laughs> and play whack-a-mole with the enemy tanks. <laughs> As soon as the hammer emerges to crush the tank, I was like, what is happening? And then there are planes and there's like a magnet that like shears the planes in half and hoovers up the pieces. And then there's like a radar dish that shoots some kind of electricity laser. I was thinking it was like Dr. Light reusing the tech that Dr. Wiley stole off him with the Robot Masters, but it's not quite consistent enough. No, no, that would be interesting at least so yeah so everyone's like that that demonstration ends and everyone's like yo we fucking smashed it Mega Man's like damn you really destroyed all of those tanks in what turns out to be a simulation so like I don't know like <laughs> what what we were meant to get from that uh, there's a there's a US Army general he's wearing sunglasses I think that's quite funny because they're in <laughs> quite a dark room I like portraying, you know, I like the portrayal of U.S. military figures as these just fucking weirdos who wear sunglasses indoors in dark rooms. But, you know. But then we see Wiley and his new robot spider. And yes. um, we are introduced to another new character in this episode, uh, which is the sound effect of the spider that just is in every scene. And it sucks ass, and I hate it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, the scene where the spider is introduced, by the way, the giant spider, and it's, you know, covering everything with its sticky web and sucking all the electric out, is uh, one of the things, you know, one of the... uh, One of the visions of positive society that it destroys is a billboard that says enjoy coca-cola from which it sucks mm. electricity despite the fact that it seems to be an entirely analog billboard excuse like, me you mean enjoy cola cola oh it's cola cola i see, <laughs> I see. but before that we have to get to the robo maitre d <laughs> there is a robo maitre d yes and we have some food here oh yeah the food names First of all, Dr. Light orders chicken a la king, which I've never heard of. Is that, you know, king, like the uh, the villain from Mega Man and Bass? Um, it appears to be some sort of pasta dish, which is not what's on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but more importantly is the robot food, which I'm going to listen to now so I can get it right. I, all I remember about this is that uh, Roll gets something that's light on the robo calories because, as any woman should, she is watching her weight despite the fact that her body is made of cold, unyielding steel. <laughs> Plasma punch with an extra blast of pr- proton powder, which seems to be a crown filled with robot nachos, i.e., just a jumble of like mechanical parts that are sparking with electricity. Yeah. And then micro efficient chips light on the electrolytes for the lady. Light on the electrolytes. Mm-hmm. That's like a like a water retention thing you get in energy <laughs> drinks, right? <laughs> I think so. I know that when I was young and watching the Static Shock cartoon, uh, he went to the doctor and like a it was like a puberty thing because he was like, "I've right. been having these changes," and what he means is he's get electrical powers, and what I the doctor see. thinks is that he's getting boners. <laughs> and so he's like, "You're got a little high on electrolytes," and he's like, "What, what would a kid like me know about electricity? Because secret identity." <laughs> Uh, and he's like, no, it just means salty foods. Maybe cut back on the pizza. Damn. So that's what I know about electrolytes. And then they have a whole basket of gamer biscuits for Rush. <sighs> Battery biscuits. I, I, it's gamer biscuits. They, they're, they're gamer biscuits. <laughs> gamer biscuits is a good, like, band name. <laughs> Is that going to be our Proto Men cover band? So they're at a restaurant. The big spider is terrorizing New York. Uh, There's another train scene, like last time, and it's almost as nothing as that one. The train has to make an emergency stop so it can be drained of its electricity. Uh, Brie Ricotta is back reporting on the carnage. That was a good thing about these. That's not the real Brie Ricotta. What? I don't think that's the same character. It is. She says, uh, at least in the first episode, she says Brie Ricotta. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. So, like, there's, like, a 10, maybe 12, maybe, like, 15-minute chunk of the Spider episode that I watched (laughs) at 1.5 speed. (laughs) Um... Because that's what it deserved. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not a good episode of the two. This is the worst one, and yeah, like the, yeah. the 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 better one is not that good. So, and it's really only good in the abstract. Yeah. Um. Man, what else happened in this episode? Oh, uh, Quick Man is in this episode. So here's something I really love about this episode, and it's like a bit like uh, you un- a new facet of this show's really unique approach to characterization is that quick man you know he goes quick as we discussed in our Mega Man 2 episode he lives life at 1.5 times speed but uh, the way that they've decided to convey this to the audience is that quick man just talks kind of quickly he's not talking really fast and he hasn't talked at normal speed and had that digitally sped up he's just talking quickly (laughs) Yeah, um, there's a quick man scene coming up that is maybe my favorite. 
Is it, is um, it when he says, Mega Man, think quick? No, it's when he's looking at the statue of Mega Man in the museum that has a rope tied to its arm cannon to lift it up to point at him. And Ro- Roll on the balcony says, I'm going to blast you. And he says, no, you won't. I'm quick. And then shoots his quick boomerang at him and dis- like disassembles the mannequin. If only he had said, I'm quick, man. <laughs> I, uh, quick I man fucking sucks. He looks like shit. <laughs> quick man does look like shit. He also look sounds at this. like shit. Like, look, look at this. Look at this. I'm going to post this in the chat. I just tweeted it. But here, look at this shit. Look at this. Look at this family guy shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like a sort of comic relief character. But in this show that doesn't really have a straight face. So it's like, what's the point? But he just... The- the the exact uh, precursor to this scene is my my favorite one liner of the week, which is uh, Quick Man appearing to point his boomerang shooter at Mega Man to say, "Hey Mega Man, think quick!" And then Mega Man shoots him and says, "Was that quick enough?" <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh, I can't wait to do the Mega's version of his of his. Uh... <laughs> His song. It's so sad. Uh, this is the um, part where I noticed that Wiley was super off model this episode. It's really quite noticeable. We go between two close-up shots where he just looks completely fucking different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It feels like... like Quick Man looks like he's from a different cartoon. <laughs> he does. Like, on not just because he looks like shit, but because, like, his... Just design-wise, he doesn't fit with the other Robot Masters. And, like... The other, like, non-Mega Man 1 Robot Masters all looked like the same art style before. Like, yeah. I mean, if you'd, like, take this Quick Man and, like, look at the sprite, and then you look at, for example, Air Man's sprite and uh, Ruby Spears' Air Man, you're going to wonder what the hell happened there. <laughs> um, But, yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of characters are off-model, like, and just end up moving really weirdly um, in ways that were like really noticeable in these two in ways that they weren't before Um, and it is at that point that I was like ah yes 17 out of 27 huh or or, or, (laughs) uh, yeah 17 and 18 out of 27 (laughs) we're getting there we are getting there uh, this is no no ice age (laughs) or cold steel on this this topic of noticing that the show is you know showing its uh, budget at this point i i do remember uh while watching the second episode that we're talking about this week that there is a scene where mega man is like jumping out of uh a tree that has grasped him and uh, he's like somersaults forward to then point his gun back at them except that like that somersault, I basically invented that with my brain because it happens in one frame. Like there is very, <laughs> there is no animation whatsoever between Mega Man leaping forward and then facing back towards the camera, pointing his gun at it. <sighs> yeah, it's there's a lot of weird shit, including uh, when there's like Mega Man has to. He's so he the the thrust of this episode is that like. They can't stop the electric web from sapping a billion volts of power out of the city. So uh, 
Uh, Mega Man has to get a schematic of the web by touching it and copying it with his plasma power, and then he does that and he has to run away again because he can't win the fight, he has to give it to Dr. Light. Uh, and while they're running away, they get like chased by bats, and there's this really, really long shot of Mega Man just like walking upstairs, where he like, and it's like a sort of close-up-ish shot, so he's like, he'll walk up the stairs and then his, he turns all the way around and walks up the next set of stairs and turns it, and this happens like three times. It's like, what's going on at Ruby Spears that this is happening? Then there's the part where, yeah, yeah, the fire escape, where he's like, climbing yeah, up, climbing yeah, up, yeah, turns, that's, that's walking, that. walking, 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 climbing up, climbing up, climbing up. Uh, and then to get down, they just hop back and forth, left to right, as this endless building painting scrolls up under them. Yeah, it's... Like... Uh, hmm. I don't know what happened. This show was beautiful. There were no... There was nothing wrong with it before. <laughs> yeah, truly a fire in the Garden of Eden, these episodes, you know? A gripping drama of humanity. <laughs> A real, a, a post-war, a post-Cold War fable, you know? Anyway, he has to plug in two things into the strands of the web, and he has to do one into the red wire, which there's no red wire, and the other one into <laughs> one of the two white wires. They're all white wires. And if he gets it wrong, it'll blow up, and then he just does it right. Yeah, he just does it right, because this there's, show doesn't really have Jeopardy ever. Like, there's no indication of how he would pick between the two is like dr light just says one of them will blow it up and one of them will work <laughs> and Mega Man's like got it and then he goes to do it and he's like i gotta do it right plug yeah. got it the uh the the red wire blue wire bit at the end of this episode and then the end of the next episode forms like a two-piece which is like probably the irrecoverable problem with this show that i guess i'll talk about then because it makes more sense to talk about in that context than this but it is a real big problem with this show uh However, things that are not a problem with this show, the sudden reappearance of Bright Man and everyone's huge surprise about this, including Bright Man's himself. <laughs> he comes in in a tank, one of the tanks that we saw at the beginning, and he's like, hey, Mega Man, bet you didn't expect to see me. <laughs> and Mega Man basically says, no, I didn't expect to see you. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Um, also... Is this the one where we sacrifice Rush? Yes. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mega Man's like, damn, I'm out of plasma power. And Rush is like, here, Mega Man, take my brain. <laughs> and yeah, so he takes the circuit out of Rush's head, thus killing him, in order to <laughs> defeat Proto Man with one shot. That is the only amount of shots that has ever been required to defeat basically anyone in this show. <laughs> well, some well, no, he shot three times at the spider and was like, "Damn, that thing is." Hey. He didn't say "damn," but he said that thing what? is tough. It must be pure titanium. It must be pure titanium. Yeah. Um. The other, th yeah, like that. Also, the whole one shot thing happens again, where he's in the web, being electrocuted, presumably defenseless, and then Gutsman is like. <laughs> you're in the web <laughs> and Mega Man shoots the girder he's standing <laughs> no he on. says I wouldn't trade places <laughs> with you for anything yeah. and then he like shoots the wall and Gutsman falls in and bounces him out and he's free and Gutsman is stuck and then he gets electrocuted and that whole segment looks like absolute ass <laughs> yeah complete shit yeah um uh, the uh so the the thing about 
Brightman reappearing is that once again we have Mega Man blinded by Brightman's incredible brightness, uh, and then oh, he God. like Brightman like runs him over with a tank, and then it, Mega Man is under the tank and explodes the bottom of the tank and defeats Brightman, thus acquiring his wait no he doesn't acquire his plasma power then because then he breaks into the military base. Uh, and Brightman is like, aha, I once again am making things very bright. And Mega Man and Rush are just wearing sunglasses. And this is made doubly funny by the fact that you can't hear what they're saying because the sound of Brightman making the room very bright is really loud. Is this the scene where Mega Man has a different voice actor or is that next episode? Uh... There is definitely a scene... I think it is in this episode, because I remember thinking, like, this isn't... Like, I remember thinking that the show would definitely never do this, but it sounds like Mega Man is picking up Quick Man's speech pattern because he's taken his power. It sounded like he was speaking really fast and, like, difficult to understand. I think that's this episode. Yeah. Yeah, he, he uses the blinding power and he puts on his sunglasses and Sure, if you can find me. And he calls him Gutsy. He calls Gutsman Gutsy in these two episodes, which is a new thing. <laughs> it's new, it's like uh, established behavior of picking up a new catchphrase, but for two episodes and then dropping it forever. Like the whole, now I've got your power thing, like sh- shivering, sizzling circuits, you know, all that stuff. Two episodes, gone again. I'm going to I'm gonna share this image with you too, that's just a good... Oh, that's a good wholesome image. <laughs> this isn't your older brother's Mega Man. <laughs> God, quick, man looks so bad here. <laughs> oh dear. For all the images that we're laughing about, simply follow twitter.com slash rushjetradio. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Dr. Wiley is like, he puts a billion volts into the supercomputer, it shuts down briefly, and then he's going to try and destroy it, I guess. And then Mega Man puts the wires in the, the web, and it, it, it that doesn't work. A billion volts, by the way, uh, is later used to power all of New York State. A billion volts is about as many as one lightning strike. Uh, The math is kind of off there, but, you know. So it can do it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how power works. Lightning strikes and you're you're okay for a bit. But, like, literally as soon as Mega Man plugs in those wires, this this episode basically just ends. Mm Mm-hmm. Almost a smash cut to credits. Uh, There's one thing... Oh, there's a funny part where he like pulls out the machine to to break it, and Wiley's watching on the com- camera. Like, what am I worrying about? There's no way he'll do it. Well, I shouldn't be too careless. <laughs> uh, he blows up the spider. They turn the lights back on, uh, and they pet Rush. Oh, Rush gets high on energy, and then the then it ends. I, what? I don't remember that. Yeah, here. Let me let me let me send you send you a blessed image here. <laughs> Surprised there's an image of Rush you'd consider blessed for this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
He like touch. He like steps on the web and then jumps into the air and he's like. Oh, blah, 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 blah. So we've had, you know, arachnid ensnarement, but it's time to get onto an exciting new kink in this next episode of Mega Man Ruby Spears, where people get grasped by trees and eaten by them almost. <laughs> Is that what you're going to focus on? I mean, there's there are other things going on in this episode, yes. I was going to focus on the magic, but... Yeah, I mean, there's this magic. There is a genie. We're doing another Mega Man Does International Culture, which means that, once again, the second that we're outside New York State, it's kooky mysticism that is a potential source of power for evil Dr. Wily. Uh, yeah, and... The accent on this character... Hmm acting it's pronounced certainly it's pronounced and applied (laughs) (laughs) um before we move on ahead uh we have some we have to wrap up this episode oh oh right of course i forgot about that so we have some trivia on this show uh, in the robot museum scene, right before the camera cuts to a close-up of the statues of Mega Man, Roland Rush, there's a small blue robot that resembles R2-D2 from the Star Wars franchise. Yes. <laughs> and it's... The other it's one there on the... resembles C-3PO. The two are often seen as a pair, is the thing. I don't know why you would mention one and not the other. <laughs> because the other one, I think... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to Google this and see what happens... Okay, no, I was wrong. Oh, I uh, can't believe look, this second point it, that says the Enjoy Cola Cola billboard that is seen early in the episode when Wiley's Robo Spider is attacking the city is a reference to Coca Cola. Surely you should say possibly a reference to Coca Cola. It might be a reference to Coke of Cola. <laughs> <clears throat> um, also, I think some of these robots were in a early, early episode. The uh, the trade show episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have one quote, which is Proto Man saying, Aw, a boy and his dog, how touching. I could cry if I were programmed that way. Yeah, Proto Man seems to be doing this bit quite often, where he's, you know, Oh, I wish I had the capacity for, <laughs> for tenderness and joy. Unfortunately, I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, we'll be right back after these messages. Episode 18 is Master of Disaster. It's the 20th episode from the Ruby Spears Mega Man cartoon, if you're wrong. (laughs) On an expedition, Dr. Light and a professor who specializes in ancient history study cryptic writings in a cave. This reveals that long ago an evil genie named Lotos once existed. Dr. Wiley found out about this and discovered Lotos's buried chest in an abandoned lost city and frees him. Mega Man and Roll just barely escaped the genie's magic, which consisted of making trees come to life. (laughs) (laughs) And Dr. Wiley takes Lotos with him and conquers New York City with his help. This is without a doubt one of Mega Man's most challenging and most bizarre battles yet. Bizarre is definitely the word. Uh, Lotos's magic animates, like, turns New York City into, like, some kind of weird, I don't know, like the the way that they sort of, communicate, sort of, a, sort of a vor kingdom. Sorry, sort of a vor kingdom. Yeah, right, exactly. 
like the the way that this is communicated to us is that uh, some waves pass across some buildings and they develop mouths and eyes, or, and then on like a bridge, which then gets up and walks away. <laughs> Um, so magic. <laughs> yeah, so Mega Man does international culture, so, you know, magic, evil magic. Uh, as we discussed, Gutsman gets fucking gored by some dynamite in the first five, ten minutes. Gravity Man yeah. is here. Uh, we haven't had him in the video games yet, have we? No, he's from Five. He's from five, okay. Uh, he looks like an asshole. <laughs> He does look like an asshole, and also he like has like a weird like speech style. He's he's they go in for something with his like accent and general mode of speaking, but because again this show is like empty of any characterization or like airtime for any of its characters, it doesn't really go anywhere or come across as anything. Couldn't tell you. He's completely left my mind since I stopped watching the the, <laughs> right, exactly. the episode about uh, thirty five minutes ago. <laughs> Um so this is a weird one. Um at some point okay. So we start off in India. Yes. And we get this stone tablet that tells us about a genie um who an Indian pil a pil not Pilgrim, the other one. Pe- peasant. Haha. <laughs> Words. Found and was like, oh, I want to be powerful. And then Lotus did that, but then he didn't trust him, so he put him in a box. And that chest is in the Lost City that they now have a map to. And so they go and they get the chest. Lotos is a uh, cyclops and purple and has no legs. Yep. And they figured out the the moist voice modulating tools in the uh, <laughs> in the editing software finally. They finally clicked the uh, the right drop down list. Yeah. Um the trees try to eat Mega Man. He does it. He escapes. Yep. And then on the way back like Dr. Wiley's like, what can you do, Lotus? And he's like, basically anything. And Dr. Wiley's like, I would like to be Supreme Emperor of New York. <laughs> and Lotus is like, <laughs> this star- yeah, sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and it happens immediately, and Wiley has this, like, throne room immediately. Yeah, you know, priorities. With, like, a... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so... A character who does not name herself as Brie Ricotta, but is definitely Brie Ricotta in my heart, and I think she is just Brie Ricotta, is, you know, narrating all of this. Mega Man uh, and Roll and Friends, uh, are they on a boat? Are they on a boat when this happens? Jet Ski? I don't remember. Jet Ski, maybe? Anyway, Lotus animates the Statue of Liberty to attack Mega Man and crew. Roll says, Lady Liberty, she's alive! (laughs) (laughs) 
which is an image that I absolutely love for this show. Is like you know fucking Statue of Liberty with burning red eyes hulking through the water, like waving her torch around, and then Mega Man blows up the torch, and she's like ah, and snaps off one of the points on her crown and st- starts trying to stab Mega Man with it. I quite like specifically. That I guess we've learned um, we learned this earlier in the Lincoln episode, but um, Mega Man has to disarm the yeah, Statue yeah, of yeah. Liberty. He says, "Gotta disarm." Uh, you can't fight the Statue of Liberty. He has to disarm it, just like he had to stop Proto Man from blasting Lincoln. Uh. So he. I don't remember what happens in this intermediate area before they start talking about the dragon. So the Statue of Liberty turns up. They fight. Mega Man wins. Uh, then they <laughs> like they need to find a new way to get to Doctor Wily's Death Tower. So they Doctor Light's like I've got a new all-terrain land blazer, and Mega Man drives it around the streets of New York City. Uh, it gets chased by some gargoyles? Or does that happen later? Lodos shows up and turns the statues on the library into... Uh, I guess manticores? Oh yeah, that's it. So, uh, Proto Man, having seen Mega Man defeat Lady Liberty, s- s- surmises that Lotos's magic has failed and it's time for Robot Masters to get the job done for the first time ever. Uh, and they don't. Uh, and then Lotos, yeah, the man, the Manticores, they attack the Land Blazer. Uh, Mega Man falls into a river, and and it stuck out to me that as Mega Man falls into this river, uh, Doctor Wily, who can always see everything that is happening, sees this happen and is like, "Haha, it's a hundred feet to the water. He's finished." And like, <laughs> what? Like, I feel like this show cannot suddenly spring on us that water is not a soft surface to land on. Fucking 18 episodes in. <clears throat> also, in what Mega Man game do you take fall damage? Yeah, right? Like, he'll be fine. <laughs> he really yeah. will. You need to obliterate that robot and you just, you know, continuously you need do not. that twink obliterated. Exactly. <clears throat> But anyway, um, they we cut back to the lab, and Doctor Light is telling Roll about the seven-headed dragon form of Lotos, as if that's a thing that we know. <laughs> yeah, the whole like back six minutes of this episode just comes completely from nowhere. <laughs> but in order to defeat Lotos, Mega Man has to fight him in his dragon form, and also he has to shoot him. In the dragon pussy. <laughs> there's like a soft spot in the there where is, there's no scales yeah. on the tummy, and it looks like it looks like it's just a pussy. <laughs> Mega, he will find the little Mega Man in the boat. And then he gets a stealth suit, yep. so he can sneak up on them. He gets a new stupid outfit, and then he's like, I'll have to goad Lotos into transforming into a dragon, because I can't beat him when he's a <clears> genie, <throat> but he's proud, so if I call him a bitch, he'll turn into a dragon. <laughs> and that, that does work. Uh, and, like, 
they have a climactic fight. Mega Man, like, starts off invisible. He destroys some helicopters. And then Lotus turns up and he's, like, shooting lightning bolts at Mega Man. Mega Man's calling at him, like, hey, you're a bitch. Turn into a dragon. And he's like, okay, then I will. <laughs> and they fly around a bit. Mega Man gets slapped into a building. Roll shoots a frankly biblical amount of trash at the dragon <laughs> to, to cover it. So it like falls over and Mega Man can escape to relative safety before reinitiating the fight. And like this whole scene, I guess, really underscores, again, like I was saying, with the, uh, the end of the last episode, it really underscores a fundamental problem with this show which is that if you were to take any script for any given episode and break it down into what happens, like what what in, in narrative event dominates the most shots, it's fights. This show is primarily about fights and there is no fight in this show that takes more than like four events to happen. Like it's always mm-hmm. like <clears throat> Mega Man turns up to the fight, something is more difficult than Mega Man expected, Mega Man wins the fight. Repeat it up to a maximum of once. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, watch a single anime and maybe maybe take some notes. Right. Like, it's the thing that people complain about with fight-based shounen anime. But, like, if they had seen this, they would not be making that complaint. Because, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Like, the... The, when you have no, uh, like, there is no depth, like, in your script for the fight to explore, like, but when you don't, like, try and pad it out or do anything else, it really is just, like, fight, 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 but it, every single fight is, like, two shots, and then we move on to the next one. It's it's kind of like a puzzle, or, like, <laughs> yeah. what, it's, like, we just need to animate something happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after he gets the uh, the D spot, um, he breaks into Wily's throne room and takes the uh, chest, and then uses it to block a shot from Proto Man and reflect it back at him. And then he starts shooting at Wily to make him do the dance, yeah, like shooting at his feet to make him dance. And then he's like, "Get out of here!" And Doctor Wily gets out of there, and everything's fine again. And, Doc- and yeah, then they- at the end, Rush like is flying around on Mega Man's glider and gets caught on the Statue of Liberty, and everyone's like, <laughs> "Statue of Liberty, which is smaller than in real life." <laughs> yeah, this this show is weird. Like you were saying about how like. Uh, Roll just starts talking about the the dragon form of Lotos, like that's something that we know about, and I feel like that's something that a lot of the episodes in this show have, which is the like a show like each episode is like I was gonna say five events, but that's pretty generous. It's more like three, uh, where it's it's something that people talk about a lot, where A connects to B, connects to C, connects to D, connects to E, but by the end, like if you took A and E, you wouldn't be able to see how they connected to each other. Whereas mm-hmm. in this show, it's mm-hmm. just A, B, and C, but A and C don't seem to obviously connect to each other. Like <laughs> A is Mega Man is stuck to the tracks, and C is uh, the. Finding finding the D spot outside the vampire the, Empire State Building. Like, <laughs> I was trying to think of that one where he blows up the tracks so that the train goes up on the right, incline yeah. and then slides back. And 
Whatever. Bad episodes. This one is weird enough that I'm, like, fond of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So, season 2, episode 5 is definitely, uh... Like I say, it's not... I, I don't think it's one of the worst episodes we had, we've had because, uh... The things that are bad about it are bad in a way that is fun to... You know, I think it was fun to watch and it's fun to record a podcast about. I certainly wouldn't write my own Mega Man show in that way, but, you know, mm-hmm. we take the mm-hmm. Mega Man Ruby Spears that we have. We should cherish these episodes as they come because eventually we'll be out of them and then we'll be watching anime. What if it's just really good? What if it's really good, though? I'm kind of excited. I'm really excited. The thing is that even if it's not that great, it has enough of things that I feel very strongly about before going in that I expect to, you know, get by on that energy for a long time. That's Master of Disaster. Did you know that this episode marks the first appearances of the Land Blazer vehicle and Mega Man Stealth Suit? Both were expected to be produced into toys until Capcom made the decision to drop the show. (laughs) (laughs) After he grabs the tablets, Cutman somehow manages to pull off a smile, despite having no lips. (laughs) Why would you put that there? I'm gonna try, I'm gonna find that frame and I'm gonna post that. <laughs> That's such a ridiculous thing to notice as out of place in this absolutely unhinged television show. Imagine being the person who is watching, who is on episode 18 of the Mega Man Ruby Spears cartoon, sees the like cut man's mouth bend and is like, what? <laughs> Oh, I found it. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, let's send this to you and not into my DMs. There you go. Oh, yeah, that is pretty good, to be fair. Like, I still wouldn't put it on the trivia section, but I'm glad I know about it afresh, <clears throat> you know? That's our episodes. We should say goodbye to Quick Man. We should say goodbye to Quick Man. He he was quick, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because to destroy you in a glorious battle, that is my aspiration. Then I will be the world's number one robot. Quick Man from Super Adventure Rockman. Which is a comic, I'm guessing? An interactive movie game and prime spin-off. Oh, right. We talked about this before. Did we? It's come up. Okay. It's a combination of adventure game and shooting game. Oh, damn. Coming soon to Fresh It Radio Plays. <laughs> wow, is this a visual novel? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quick Man was a robot master from Mega Man 2 created by Dr. Wily using Alekman's design as a base. Quickman was made of lightweight materials, allowing him to move at very high speeds. This could easily cause him to be blown away by weapons like Airman's Air Shooter. In addition to this, a flaw from within his device also made him vulnerable to Flashman's Time Stopper, which can easily stop him in his tracks and slowly drain his health. Although his top running speed is unknown, Quickman was one of the fastest robot masters in the Mega Man series. 
His special weapon was the quick boomerang, small razor-edged boomerangs that he could fire rapidly from the launcher on his right arm. In Super Adventure Rockman and other media, he is shown to also be able to wield the larger boomerang, like a sword. Quickman was a cunning robot master, who was confident in his abilities, and particularly proud of his speed. While he is an accomplished decision maker, he was also impulsive, possessing a tendency to act on a whim. He was an early riser, tended to get bored very quickly by slowness, <laughs> and was shown to be a huge fan of motor racing, both as a spectator and a competitor. Due to the similar emphasis on speed in their designs, Quickman was shown to have a friendly rivalry with Turbo Man. Wow, Turbo Man's design fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. here in the trivia worth talking about. Quickman is one of the bosses of the Mega Man franchise that cannot be fully killed by the weapon he is weak, weak against. Even at full power, the Time Stopper will only drain half his life bar. Aquaman, Cold Man, and Mega Man are other examples of this. It says here that in the Mega Man Megamix Volume 1, Quickman is described to be faster than light by Electman, making this the first time his actual speed was ever revealed. And now I'm just imagining fucking... What was the robot master that's time called? Time man? Clock man? Is Clock man? It wasn't Clock man. It was, uh... Flash man? Oh, Flash man? Yeah, right? Flash man? <clears throat> I thought you were talking... Yeah. The one that we said could, like, master cooking because he could just, like, spend mm -hmm. a life... So, like, I'm just imagining Flash man, like, doing that and then having, like, his perception of reality shattered by a quick man just walking, you know, into his <laughs> world. Like, it's, hey. the, it's that thing from the uh, Batman v Superman? Or Justice League? I don't remember I which movie it is. Cool, 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 cool. I think it's Justice League where Superman in the Flash have like a fight at super speed. Right, right. Um... Also, in Tatsunoko vs. Capcom Ultimate All-Stars, Quickman is mentioned by Rollet by her win quote to Beautiful Joe. Wow, I've never seen a Quickman cosplay before. Tatsucap fucking rules. That game owns. Kashan has an alternate costume similar to Quickman. That's neat. Quickman does look like Kashan. That's true. He does have a V-fin. Yeah. Um... But yeah, rest in peace, quick man. Rest in peace, quick man. Rest in peace, quick man. <laughs> He's quick in heaven. Uh, I think that's us, right? We don't do anything that's a podcast. else in this podcast. Nah, fuck it. I mean, we can check the email. Oh shit, we have an email address. <laughs> I don't think we've gotten any. It doesn't look like it. Um, you can send an email to rushjetradio at gmail.com. Uh, you can. The last two people who emailed us both started out with the same sentence, which is, uh, hello, Curly and or Nora, 
big fan of podcasts and streams. I have no intention of watching the original Mega Man animated series. Yeah, I think it might just be us. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I don't think anyone listening to this podcast is watching along with us. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast as we're recording it is watching along with us. But I believe that in the future, archivists of Rush Jet Radio <laughs> will... You know. In the future, all knowledge of Mega Man Ruby Spears will come directly from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. This will be all that's left. This will be the golden record yeah. of our podcast. I, uh, I, I want to create a future where people, you know, send me fucking <laughs> emails like years from now. Like, hey, you are unfair to this episode of... <laughs> I want to live in a world where people live without fear of having to watch Mega Man Ruby Spears. <laughs> <laughs> well, you... That's going to do it for yeah. us. Currently, where can people find you online? You can find me online at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace or twitch.tv slash curly brace, where I guess we'll do a Mega Man Live at some point. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, you can also find me on uh, another podcast called Hand to Hand, Heart to Heart, which is about the uh, how good fighting games are and just like, damn, they're so good. Uh, that's twitter.com slash hand to hand. Wait. It's twitter.com slash h2 squared for that podcast or abnormalmapping.com slash hand to hand where you can find the podcast. It's great. It's fun. We we fight and we enjoy that. Nora, where can people find yeah, you on? I had a very had a very good time playing Street Fighter with you and Jackson. Oh yeah. Let's do that again sometime. Yeah. Um Yeah. K KO stands for character overpower. Yeah, exactly. You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find the stuff I do at norablake.online. Uh, you can support the show at patreon.com slash exportaudio or exportaud.io. If you do, you'll get access to a bunch of bonus shows like Duo Lane, where Olivia and I hang out and talk about stuff. The one that's about to go up tomorrow as we record this is about... We, re we recorded while we were playing Minecraft together. <laughs> um, I think we... We dunk on something. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Pretty far and forget, you know. Yeah, you know. It. I mean, that was the champions episode where we talked about the new, uh, the new champion who's like really shitty. So, I see. Um, but you also get import audio where Curly and I also talk about bullshit and dunk on stuff. Um, more recently, we're going to be dunking on the Proto Men. Because we're hey, going to we're be, gonna be giving an earnest, <laughs> measured, and reasoned critique to the Proto Man albums. Yes, and that means dunks, <laughs> because a dunk on the Proto Man is an earnest, <laughs> well reasoned critique. Fucking, I went into. Uh, no, I'll save it for the import audio. You have to to, to okay. get to get access to that thought. You need to give us money. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. At least it's not like reading Anthem. Uh, yes? What? In terms of, like, bad 1984 ripoffs, oh, at right. least it's not Anthem. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> at least we're not actually reading Rand. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, go give us money. Listen to the next one in the queue if you're listening to this in the future. Hope you've enjoyed your day listening to us at Rush Day Radio. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what do we say? Now you've got our podcast. Now you've got our podcast. Da -da -da -da. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs>